Let's read Genesis 1.1. Genesis 1.1. Can someone read Genesis 1.1? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Just stop. This is how God starts talking. The first verse or the first statement that God makes to me is in the beginning. Or in other words, there was a time when time started. You understand? That means before that, there was no time. But who is there? God is there. So, can we just look, look back at that moment? When there was nothing, but who is there? God is there. Now, when people are going up into space or when they are hearing all those voices or when they are getting those pictures, that's not the, uh, what you call, the latest it's the oldest pictures they are getting. The oldest things that have happened in space. We cannot hear what's happening there now because, because of distance. It's going to take time for us to see something that has happened. Suppose something happens now in space. <clears throat> we are not going to know it now. It will take some years for us to know what's happening now. People are getting ready to go to Mars. And you know, they are getting used to that time gap of when someone says hello, it is going to take 20 minutes for you to hear that hello. Suppose that was the case when we talk on the phone, how would we talk? <laughs> hello! 20 minutes, I'll do all the work and come back. By the time you'll hear... Can you imagine? So that's how they are getting it. Because the reason is, it's so far. So in the beginning, there's nothing. And God sets the ball rolling. So what is the need? What is the need? And does God know the mess He is getting involved into? In our language, I am talking in our language. Have we messed up things? Daniel brother. Has man messed up everything here? And did God know that? Did he see it? And still, just, just imagine that. He saw what we would do. It, it's not that he just knows. Since he is eternal, he sees it as present and still and still he sets the ball rolling so has he taken into account everything is that enough for us to be relaxed he has taken into account everything it doesn't make any he doesn't make any mistakes uh -huh. Has he? Has he committed a mistake? Yes. 
ever. Just to give you a hint, look at. The he did see it repented me that I made him. Yeah, what does that mean? What is God saying? Oh, I should have not made him. I don't know. Just I'm giving you a glimpse. Look at the first design of man. Which model is this? 2016, 2015. Which model is this? The oldest one. Is there any scope of improvement? Just imagine if we had children and we have to look at them and say just like our cars and trucks that's 2016 model. That's 2009 model with improved nose, improved ears, <laughs> latest design of fingers. How would world <laughs> world be? All the latest cars are coming with improved features. Can't God do that? <coughs> Upgrading? Latest softwares? But see, look at the man, he's still the same. That means, God doesn't have to improve. There is no room for improvement in God's work. Everything he does is perfect. Now, if Brother Daniel, you sell that property, buy a new place, will you build the same house just like it? Just like the present one? Will you make improvements? Why? We learn. God doesn't learn. We learn by committing mistakes. We improve. For God, everything is perfect. So, when God looks at the creation, can you see this? A sculptor, he takes a piece of marble. These are not ordinary marbles. When you and I are looking at it, what is it? Just a block of marble, right? Any use? Brother Ruben, what will you do with this? There's nothing to do with it if you're not the artist. What will you do? You, suppose you're not an artist, what will you do with this? <laughs> Something just lying there. Any use? Nothing. But if you are a sculptor, a sculptor will buy a block of marble he saw something in it. Something in it. And can you look at this? When he took that block, I just want you to understand, when he took that block, you and I saw it as just a block of marble. But when the sculptor, he didn't even start working on it. He didn't. But when he saw it, he saw something inside it, in his imaginations. And then, he starts working on this. And when he is working, you and I are standing there and we are confused. What is this man doing? Is he not wasting his time? What's he up to? And we stand around him and say, what are you up to? And he say, can you all go? Don't disturb me. Leave me alone. Come after a few years, 
And then after a few years when you see this, what do you say? That's the only word that comes from our mouth. That of. What can you say? Now when you look at this man standing, does he have to explain anything? All that he has to say is, now did you understand that piece of marble? The block of marble? And we say, yeah. That's what it will be when we'll be in heaven and we'll only word that will come out of our mouth will be, wow, we never imagined. That's why the scripture says, the blessings that he has kept for us, no eyes have seen. The glory, the, the trouble we are having here is nothing compared to so now, just imagine, I'm just, I just want you to understand. Can you imagine the pain that this sculptor went through? With how much patience he worked on this? Is this a masterpiece? Is this a masterpiece? For how much will he sell? Can you bargain the price? Huh? And he says, I want to buy it. He says, sorry, I don't sell. The master sculptors, they don't sell. They are, these are their masterpieces. And when, even after they are dead and gone, these masterpieces speaks for themselves. You don't buy them. They are not for sale. Same way. If man, I'm just showing you these pictures. Can you imagine this effort? And you and I, are we the masterpieces of God? Masterpieces of God? And is He taking His time? And when He does this, you like it? You say, please pray for me. And what do we do? Reuben, Conrad, we all, we rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Devil, you get lost. And poor devil, he says, I am not there at all in the picture. And why are you blaming me? What have I done? Because I can't accept God, my father doing this to me. Is it true concerning a life? Does it connect? And have you murmured? Got mad? Offended at God? Thank God. The work He has started. Will He finish it? Will He finish the work that He has started? Even if we are not faithful, the one who called us is what can we give in return for what he has done? Ashamed. Bowing our heads. And we say, rock of ages, cleft for me. What a friend we have in... <laughs> we grumble and then we say, I have decided to follow. <laughs> Every day we have to decide. Because by the end of the day... <laughs> 
Is it true? God says, can you imagine a father saying, even if you murmur, even if you grumble, I am your father. And does it settle everything for us? Can you see the tools? <laughs> He'll use all of this in our lives. Jonathan, you want it? Will you pray now, Lord, continue the book? Looking at this, Brother Tim, <laughs> Conrad, where's Jeremy? Can you thank God? And one simple thing, is devil one of them? Is Satan one of them? Stop, think and tell me. Of course. It's hard. But is he one of them? A tool in the hands of? Is he a tool or is he an enemy of God? Give me my answer. Is he a tool or is he an enemy of God? Decide this morning. Is he the enemy of God or is he a tool in the hands of God? Huh? Or is he the enemy? Decide for yourself this morning. Two? Sure? Then why are you cursing the tool? Be God in Jesus' name. He says, What did I do? Look at the scriptures. Colossians 1.16 Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 Can you read Jeremy? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth visible and invisible mm -hmm. whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers uh -huh. What does that mean? It says, For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by Him and and He is before all things and by Him all things consist. Romans chapter 11 verse 36 For of Him and through Him and to Him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. What does that mean? 
of him through him and is this the thing everything that has been created is a tool in the hands of the master sculptor and god doesn't need born again vessels he doesn't need anyone to believe on him to take him in his hands is it true example balaam god used whom was he saved baptized sanctified justified who look at the crow the ravens the dirtiest bird did they feed the prophet and the cock who brought the biggest apostle to repentance was the cock saved so does god need only sanctified holy people to do his work he will use anyone he made nebuchadnezzar eat grass he used nebuchadnezzar to destroy his own temple and he says cyrus is my shepherd huh a gentile king emperor he calls him the so why we need to understand who god is he uses and that's why at times we we'll look at the devil and we'll say poor devil man you have to do what my father has decided yes that's the reason this poor guy has to go and report before the throne of god that's what we read in job chapter 1 where is he satan goes to church yeah where he is standing in the presence of is it true is it there in the bible and god and satan are they on talking terms do they talk daniel bro do they talk who and jesus himself said simon peter satan has desired and i have i have not rebuked but i have I prayed. And then you see Christ being taken to the wilderness by whom? Who took Christ to be tempted by the devil? Holy Spirit. Can you can can you digest that? So for, I just want you to understand there is a master sculptor and all these are just what tools don't look at the tool look at whom look at whom the one who has the tool in his hands just to make you understand i'm just showing you this picture 
can you see this fountain pen in the hands who wrote deuteronomy deuteronomy exodus god wrote god or moses 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 was the son Moses was whom? Can you imagine that? God used more than 40 fountain pens. And were these pens perfect? Were these individuals whom God used, were they perfect? Did they have shortcomings? Moses was a murderer. David was a adulterer. but it was god who used them yes there are mistakes the instruments are not perfect but the hand that uses those instruments he is perfect that's why none of their mistakes are visible in the finished work their mistakes are not a hindrance for god using these weapons to finish his work you understand same way there are imperfections in us we are not perfect god didn't choose us because we are perfect but he is perfect so before god uses us in his hands he makes sure that he can accomplish that work through that so can you imagine that god using these individuals and talking to us same way this is what we were looking at is mr trump a vessel in the hands of god and can the world do anything if god decides to use one can the world do anything no he won't allow anyone to disturb the work he is doing so then a question comes then how on earth are we saying satan is the enemy of god does he have enemies does god have enemies we have because we are equals i can disturb your work but since there is no one equal to god He says I am that I am will he allow any devil or any one to mess up his work will he allow that he won't so from day 1 he is busy with his work that's why we read in the beginning god created the So uh, are you able to understand that So just look at the other few more pictures i am showing Have you heard of this Who made this Four US presidents It's Washington Jefferson Roosevelt and Lincoln carved on the mountain 
men like you and me 400 men worked for 2 years and can you imagine them doing it there might have been someone in the beginning who must have said yeah th this is a granite we can do something on this and they used people can you see the work can we do it <coughs> jeremy i'll give you a chisel and some hammers ruben can you do it they used dynamite they used so many things and what are we looking and this is a national monument and can you see these people working on it so if men like you and me if we can come up with something like this then can you imagine the creator how beautiful will his masterpiece be so have you heard of this sistine chapel michelangelo he lay on his back and painted this whole thing they say they made he made his own colors He didn't buy it from the market. He made his own colors, and it's still there. The whole Bible, he pictureized it on the Sistine Chapel. So, looking at this and the sculptures, we understand one thing: if man can do it, God is up to something very precious. No one has seen it. We are looking at this. These people. are not getting the complete picture but when you look from a distance yes something is coming out so can you see this in the beginning god created so is god up to something great and is it not a privilege that god has given us the wisdom can you read ephesians 1:18 1:17 and 18 ephesians 1:17 and 18 uh, or i'll read from 15 therefore i also after i heard of your faith in the lord jesus and love unto all the saints cease not to give thanks for you asking mention of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that he may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints i just want you to understand two three words he may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and knowledge see we try our level best to explain the word we use all these equipments and pictures and all of this but we are short handed if god doesn't give you the spirit of wisdom and knowledge you won't understand it who has to reveal 
it is god who has to open your eyes to understand what he is up to and many believers for them their eyes are shut their eyes are shut then to give to help you understand just an example you know isaac was the son of abraham his father was a man of faith active faith but then on his death bed what is the desire of isaac he wants good meat and he is on his death bed and he says esa bring me good meat and i will that's your desire on your death bed you're about to go and you want meat now can you see a carnal christian and what happens he ends being deceived by his own son he is so possessed with his desires he is smelling up jacob to make sure that it's esau <laughs> you understand his father when he his mother died the people came they said we'll give you the land free of cost he said no thank you i'll buy it he was a man of faith and look at this man son of abraham look at his closing times but then jacob learned his lessons and jacob at his closing time what is he saying he is not interested in meat he tells joseph swear you'll take me home he prayed and joseph brought his two sons he crossed his hands jacob is also blind just like isaac is blind jacob is also blind but can you see him crossing his hands and joseph says no father that's not the way he say aha uh-huh, i know so why i am said this today there are a whole lot of believers it is god who has to open your eyes give you the wisdom of the, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him once those eyes are open then your attitude towards life is something else so god will open his eyes god will only open our eyes only if we are interested to know him today many are interested in his blessings that's the tragedy are we blessed are we blessed yes or no then why are we praying for blessings then we are already <laughs> we are already blessed example i am the temple of the living god he is there with me can we thank him for the blessings so then can you imagine this where are we where's milligan creek or fort st john <laughs> Where is it? Somewhere. What's this? The galaxy. Oh, you Your farm. 
and this is we call our home, a temporary residence. Is it true? Temporary place. So I come to this place, I love this place, and I start thinking that I am a Canadian. Am I not a fool? Yes or no? You understand that? So now you came from Romania. You have a Canadian passport. Now how are you supposed to think now? But we are still Romanians. That's the tragedy. So, I have talked with many people. So, once you come to Canada and you become a citizen, you stand before the judge and you give a... You take a vow, right? An oath. Are we not supposed to be faithful to this nation? Now, are you a Canadian or a Romanian? Are you Canadian or Romanian? Who are you? <laughs> you understand, now you are a Canadian. And once you are Canadian, when you go back to Romania, you show your Canadian passport. And when you show your Canadian passport, you know, it's the Queen of England requesting the Romanian government to give passage to one of her citizens. That's what the passport says. Is it true? You are going back to Romania. You are born in Romania. But who is requesting the Romanian government? The Queen of England. Because you, you took an oath that I will be faithful to this nation. I am just giving that an example. We don't belong here. We are pilgrims. But as long as we are here, should we, should we be responsible? Before we go, we are the salt of this world. So, can you just look at this thing? A temporary residence for few days. And here, God is working on us. Preparing us to be His. Preparing us to be mature. And now look at this guy. Why did He make us in His own image and likeness? Because He looks, as, uh, looks at us as... We read Genesis 2.18 onwards. Born of my, that's the reason he created us in his own. So, what does image in uh, image and likeness mean? Hands and feet. Yes. No. God's What does image and likeness mean? Does God have eyes? Eyes, Conrad? How many? That I don't know. 
two hands does he have hands legs no god does have a form but no one has seen him in his true form image and likeness what does it mean it's not the outward form it's the soul and spirit inside us the capacity he has given us we think we have feelings we have emotions can you imagine the way he designed us so can you look at this picture made out of dust made in the image and likeness of his creator number 3 created to be his friend walked with god god came down in the cool of the day had dominion over the birds of the air and the animals of the ground wise named all the animals saw things as the creator saw full of wisdom no difference in his desires and his creator's desires no lust everything was subject to him naked but was not ashamed able to sorry able to stand but free to fall just look at some of the points god came down in the cool of the day what does that mean is god omnipresent what does that mean coming down in the cool of the day so when adam is walking in the garden is god there or not or is he in heaven he's there so what does it mean came down in the cool of the day is he there or not the whole day he is there he at times adam is literally sensing his presence so from that we understand how much god enjoys having that fellowship with me that's the yearning you are the bone of my bones i have made you like me i want to be close to you that's how much i love you because you are my masterpiece and i have a great future has god set up everything for us has he set up everything for our eternity do we take anything from here when we go there yes we are not taking anything we are leaving everything here and we are going empty handed sure or are we going to take a suitcase suppose god says okay i'm giving you a choice just like when we fly they say two suitcase 23 kilos or 50 pounds same way god says every believer you can take 50 pounds up so what all will you pack in your suitcase brother daniel 50 pounds allowed only one piece what will you put in there brother ruben one suitcase one piece you, you put your bible will you take your bible 
Will you take this book? You won't need it after. So, you keep it off. Then next, what will you put? Hmm? You, you, you'll take your son. But no, nothing moves should be there inside the box. What will, be, what will you take? I'm just giving you an example. We are taking nothing. Nothing. We are going empty-handed to the bridegroom's house. Can you imagine? So why are we attached to things so much? We are going to leave everything. He has planned everything for us. Plan means programmed everything for us. And then, no difference in his desires. Is he naked? When God made man, we read Genesis 2, both of them were. What does that mean? Don't try to hide. Don't try to hide. Naked means, can you be as you are before me? We. So, Naked means don't try to hide before me. You know what, what we do? We try to hide our shortcomings by being religious. By doing some things. And we think that we can make him happy by our works. He is my father. He says, can you be as you are and come? I'll take care of everything. <coughs> so the biggest problem for us is our, we act as hypocrites. Is it true? Hypocrites means? What do you mean by hypocrites? Pretending to be someone who aren't. And before whom? We pretend to pray when we don't want to. And it hurts. Is it true? Can I be sincere with my father? That's what all that he desires from us. Sincerity from the bottom of my heart. And then, we read, able to stand but free to Fall. What does that mean? Now look at these two. Out of these two, who will fall? These two. Who has the most chance to fall? Man or the stand, tripod? Will the tripod fall? But can the man fall? See the day. He is free to fall, but if he wants, he can stand. What does that mean? I have given you the free will. Falling means you can choose to walk on your own or you can trust me. So, look at God working on man from day one, given him the freedom, given him the choice, 
And now who has to decide? Man has to decide. What is the decision? Should I trust him or? So the question is, do I trust him? Do I? Does he have my trust? Forget about other books and other things in the Bible. The first thing, the basic. Do I trust him? Brother Daniel. Reuben. Do I trust God? Is it a feeling or is it a fact? If I don't trust him, then let's just close this book. No point in reading this book. No point in wasting your time praying. You're wasting your time. He demands what? He demands trust. Is it easy or hard? Conrad. What does he demand? We will sing, we will pray, we will do everything, but not trusting. We will do everything. And he just asks, will you trust me? Can I be trusted? This, this afternoon time, he is just asking us one thing. Will you trust me? It's very painful. Will you trust me? Will you let me hold your hands? You don't try to hold mine. Will you allow me to? Hold. And will you close your eyes and just follow where I lead? Is it easy or hard? You, you will enjoy His presence. You will enjoy that relationship if you just close your eyes and give your hands. That's all Christianity is. It's not rocket science. <laughs> it's not some do's and don'ts. Closing your eyes and... I know who holds my... hands. Can we do it? We make it hard because if I hold his hands like that, then man, what about my dreams? You understand? Today that's the problem with majority of believers. We close our eyes but in between. I don't know where he's taking me. Then he says he'll just leave your hands and why are you opening your eyes? That means you know how to walk. So you walk. I won't trouble you. I won't. Because in between, what is Conrad doing? Or Brother Daniel, what is he doing? Opening his own eye, making sure. And then hundred questions, where are you taking me? If you trust me, then no questions. No questions. Right? We have complicated it so much. We play church. 
we make it hard for ourselves is it true by nurturing what own desires you keep that egg under that hen for how many days analysis how many days for for it to hatch 21 and what does the hen do sits on it gives its warmth and we have been sitting on many eggs for quite long time it's past 21 it's already rotten it's still <laughs> our eggs are our desires and we want god to bless our desires right brother ruben you want god jeremy david i am only targeting these fellows i you also and next time next class the girls also can we throw away all those eggs this afternoon eggs means our desires Why are you wasting your time and counting days? It's past. You can't be a good egg all the time. Either you rot or you hatch. And do we want God to bless our desires? Yes. No. You want God to bless your desires? Then we know we're in trouble. You want God? Will he? Can he bless? he can but then you are asking for <laughs> trouble he can easily bless it's not hard for him to bless your desires he is the father he is the creator he can create everything out of nothing but can you thank god yes lord so how to look at this man I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works look at this man he can run he can jump he can do anything but if he decides he can fall also what do you mean by falling we say adam fell adam fell what does that mean what do you mean by falling he chose i'll walk on my what's the name of the tree that he chose to eat tree of knowledge of what does that mean eating from the tree means from now on i'll be deciding what's good and bad so do we need god then i am god What is man saying? I don't need you. I'll be deciding what's good and bad. That's why today, if you see in the society, what's morally wrong is legally right. Is it a fact? Yes. What is morally wrong is legally because we think we are gods. we don't want someone to tell us what's right or wrong i will decide what's right or so what does god say fine you decide 
go ahead, you don't need me. That's called death. Spiritually we have no relationship with God because I am the one deciding what's right and wrong. So falling man means does God know that man will fall? Sure? If you were God, will you make man? But then I just want you to understand the mind of God. Why I'm asking you this question so that you understand. Let us make man. Why that us? I know that he will choose to walk on his own. Still, I'll give him the abilities to walk. And has man been walking on his own? After the Garden of Eden, has he been walking? No? On his own, has he been walking? And has he proved to some extent that he can? Yes, he is committing mistakes, but has the world advanced? Without God, look at what all he has done. Without praying, without calling God, look at what all he has done. Who gave these abilities? Satan or God? He knew man will fall, but still what did he do? He gave him the abilities. So if we were God, would we do it? No. We won't. We'll only make robots. Now Bill Gates the other day he was saying from now on we need to tax the robots. Why? They are taking away the work from men. And what's the point in taxing the robots? He doesn't save all that money in his account. He is not going and buying new clothes or an Apple phone. Even if you tax or not, the robot will work 24 into 7. It doesn't sleep. A robot is a robot. But look at us. God didn't create robots. He created man in his own image and likeness. So look at the heart of God. Why am I asking these pointed questions? Look at the heart of God. I am giving you the freedom. So that using your freedom, you have to decide, you want to know me? Before eternity starts, I want you to know my heart. That's what he desires. But the tragedy is, we are not interested in to know his heart, we are just interested in his blessings. He yearns that we know him more. The more you know him, the more you realize that you don't know him. Next, does God want the man to fall? Does he want the man to fall? I don't think so. The previous question was, does God know that man will fall? Next. 
These are questions people are asking. Does God want man to fall? No, he doesn't. Sure? No, he doesn't. He does so that man can see that he can't walk See, the question is, does God want the man to fall? From this you'll understand how you look at God. Does he want man to fall? Does he know the consequences? Because of the fall, the pain, does he know that? And will a father want his son to fall like that? He doesn't want, but then he allows. He allows man to, he doesn't want. But he allows, why? By his fall, he'll become more mature. Have we become mature? Yes. Example, the prodigal son. Did he go? Mess up everything? The father gave him everything, his portion. But you know, he kept one thing that he would give when he comes back. What was that? Why? <laughs> Why did he keep the ring and gave away everything? So, if I am the father, to whom should I give the ring? Eldest or the youngest? The eldest or the youngest? The eldest, of course. Yes? But why did he give it to the youngest, Brother Daniel? The youngest was more mature. Can you understand? The eldest cannot be trusted. The youngest, he has eaten the swine's meal, he knows it. He is never going to leave. So when he comes back, he messed up all that he had, but he ended up being the heir because what has he got? By going away, he got maturity. Is this the same case with us? Have we gone around, fooled around, eaten the swine's food, and then we came back, and when we came back, uh, I'll just, just give you one picture so that then you can... How did a Christian life start? This way? This is how a Christian journey started? Yes? Why? <laughs> what had we eaten? Lunch, breakfast and dinner? What was our food? The swine's food. We came and what did we say the first prayer? Lord, I am a... What? Sinner. I'll be your servant. I'm not worthy to be your son. And you know what? The father's heart. He gave the... Were we the enemies of God? Thank God. We have become whom? Is it a privilege? 
So now I'm going to give you a break and next evening class. I just want you, the time you are, you are going home and you have a lot of work, just stop and meditate on those things. There is someone making a masterpiece. And thank God, I am part of it. All that I have to do is, Lord, don't stop the work that you have started. And he has been, he has started his work from day one. Has he taken his rest? He's still working on me. Can we close our eyes? In the presence of our Father, as we meditated, we're just looking at some of the scriptures. He looks at me as bone of my bones. As you drive back home, just meditate on that fact, how my father is looking at me. You are my bride. You are my friend. You are my heir. You are my son. What a great privilege. Father, we praise you and thank you. We don't have words. We don't have words, Lord. Here we are, as we are. And we just pray. We just pray, help us to know you more. Help us to know your heart. Thank you, Lord. Continue to speak to us. And help us to sense thy presence. That's all that we desire. You are there. It's not a thought, it's a fact. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for the precious word. Thank you, Lord. Continue to speak to us. Your silence hurts, Lord. We want you to speak. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen.